welcome back to Money Mile. I am your host, Justin Waller, and I am happy you are here. Money Mile is where we help active, time-crunched people increase confidence in their finances while increasing their fitness. We package financial education into roughly mile-sized educational bits for approximately one mile on your long, steady run, and we strive to make each episode valuable for you. This is the best financial education podcast designed for triathletes and runners. In our last episode, we talked about the Olympic level of your financial training plan related to income tax planning. Your homework was to think about something you would like to improve about your income tax plan and do it. So what did you decide to do and how did it go? Whatever you chose to do, I hope it is going well for you. If you'd like to let us know how things are going, or if you have any questions, you can email me at info at wallerfc.com. In today's episode, we're going to level up our work on the risk management component of your financial training plan. But before we do, let's face it, personal finance sometimes feels like a foreign language. We are here to help active people live more financially confident lives. We would prefer to spend our time and energy making great educational content for you to enjoy on your next run, but we also want to get this education into the ears of more triathletes. We are better educators than marketers. Please help us grow the community by leaving us a rating and a review on your preferred podcast player and sharing this resource with your training buddies and friends. Back on episode 26, we talked about the basics of risk management for active people. I shared some of the basics, and today we are going to take this program up a notch or two by discussing some different scenarios and giving you some additional information to help you be more efficient with your risk management strategies. In our long course episode of risk management, we will be digging in a bit deeper into strategies around risk management. And I have shared previously that risk management is sometimes a fancy word for insurance. Risk management is not only insurance. Risk management is also talking about what options you have when things do not go according to plan. We can have the best plans possible, but the chances are high that something is going to come up that will throw us off course. There will be an unknown or an unknowable thing that comes up. It could be big or it could be small. So we need to have the ability to adapt to changing circumstances. So what do we do about that? In the triathlon world, The first analogy that comes to mind is that you show up on your race morning and you are ready to rock. You are the fittest you've ever been. All of your training has gone great. Heck, you even slept well the night before. I know that never happens, but just go with me here. So you show up to the race the morning of, and it turns out the water is too warm for wetsuits. If you want to compete that day, you are going to have to forego your leg-lifting, core-tightening wetsuit that you've trained in so diligently. So, what do you do? Are you going to walk away from the race and take a DNS or did not start? Or are you going to find a way through? Things will come up that keep us off our ideal plan, and we need to be able to adapt. Now, I want to reflect a little bit back on episode 25 when we talked about two very important components of risk management the likelihood of something happening, and the impact on your future. I will also expand on this in a bit with a third factor. This is going to be the lens we use when we are looking at these potential scenarios. Imagine, if you will, a basic XY type graph. On the left side, it goes up and down, and on the bottom side, it goes from left to right. 
Think of the likelihood of something happening going on the up and down side of this, with a low likelihood at the bottom and a high likelihood at the top. Now, going from left to right on this graph is the impact on your future, with the low impact on the left and the high impact on the right. You could think about where any potential scenario might fall on this grid. In the lower left, you have things that have a low likelihood of happening and a low impact. In the upper right, you have things that have a high likelihood of happening and a high impact. If we think about a cracked dental crown, there is a very low likelihood that this is going to impact your financial future. Also, along with that, the likelihood of it happening is fairly low. If something is of a high likelihood of happening, the chances are that there are very reasonable strategies to prevent or mitigate it. Some of these strategies could include insurance. But if there is something in your world that could have a high impact and would also be highly likely, we should absolutely be looking into this closer. Now, we are going to spend a fair bit of time on this next example, and I do this because it's important to our community. I like to think of the Money Mile podcast as standing at the intersection of triathlon and personal finance. This example is probably not one you would expect to hear on a finance podcast, but here goes. Skin cancer. Skin cancer could derail your entire future. Financially, sure. But this could also be a life-altering or life-ending event. And we as triathletes face this knowingly or unknowingly almost every day. If you haven't thought of this already, I highly suggest having a conversation with a dermatologist about it. There are a number of things we need to consider when we are looking at our overall health. Generally, triathletes are pretty healthy folks. We eat better than most, exercise is a part of our makeup as people, and many of us spend lots of time outdoors. That last part is the rub here. If you are not appropriately protecting yourself from exposure to harmful UV rays, you could be significantly increasing your risk of certain types of skin cancers. Being active, outdoorsy folks, the likelihood of us getting skin cancer is notably higher than someone getting skin cancer who spends all of their time inside, sitting on their sofa. It doesn't mean that that sofa surfer couldn't get skin cancer. It is just that we generally would have a significantly higher chance. We can take steps to manage this risk by using good quality sunblocks regularly. Many reports identify using an SPF of 25 or higher as having a significant impact on reducing risk of skin cancer. We can also get regular checkups with a dermatologist. Finally, the health insurance we should have should cover major events like an actual skin cancer diagnosis that requires significant treatments. Believe it or not, there was a study done in 2020 that showed that 20% of triathletes never use sunscreen despite the numerous risks. Yikes! For the younger age group folks in this crowd, this is important. It's even more important for the folks higher in the age groups who might have spent a lot of time outside as kids and we didn't know as much about sun damage prevention. I am not suggesting that we all become nocturnal athletes or that we have to stop being outside altogether. And I am not perfect at the whole sunblock thing. You can ask my wife about that. But I can certainly tell you that it is something that crosses my mind regularly. And I would much rather take a couple of seconds and put on sunblock 
rather than face the consequences down the road. Let's move on to something a bit more fun to talk about than skin cancer. That should be pretty easy, right? I mentioned a few moments ago that there's an additional dynamic I wanted to bring into the thought process here around risk management. This is, can you impact change? If a potential scenario is taking up a lot of mental bandwidth for you, you may also want to consider if you can impact change in that area. I'll give you two examples here. We are thinking about potential changes that might have a negative impact on our situation. So, if I'm really concerned about potential changes in the political landscape and how that might impact my financial independence over time, one question I need to consider is, can I impact change? If I poured all of my time, energy, and resources into political change, would it change anything? If the real answer here is no, consider that this might be something that is distracting you from something that you could do and have a meaningful impact. If I am really concerned about inflation, is there something that I can do that would impact change? Could you stop inflation from happening? Probably not. But could you take steps to manage the risk of inflation by investing in things that have historically kept pace with inflation or possibly outpaced it? Well, it's not a guarantee, but it is doing something that would impact change. A triathlon comparison is that you could spend a lot of time worrying about whether or not the Ironman group is going to implement an onerous drug testing policy at world championships. Could you impact that in any way? Unless you know somebody at the Ironman group, probably not. What you can do is train clean and do your best. No worries. You could also burn a significant amount of mental energy worrying about getting a flat on the bike course. Can you impact change? Sorry for the flagrant and unnecessary pun, but yes, you could change something here. That's right, your tires. If you are super concerned about a flat tire, you have lots of options. You could change your tires. You could go tubeless. You could check your tire pressure on race morning and every time before a ride. You can also carry a flat repair kit. All of these things will help prevent a flat tire and put you in a better position if something did happen. But in the end, you could still get a flat tire. The actions you take can reduce the risk and can mitigate the damage if it happens. The next area of risk management that is not insurance is optionality. You want to give yourself as much flexibility and options as you can handle. In generations prior, people worked for the same company for their entire working careers and retired from that company with a pension and sometimes a gold watch. These days, we are likely working for multiple employers throughout our career. We need to be able to have flexibility with our strategies. If the only way you are going to be financially independent is that you work for the same company for 20 years, you might want to build in your own flexibility and options as you go, just in case things don't go according to plan. As we are thinking about strategies to improve our situations over time and considering what happens if type of scenarios, we want to give ourselves some options. For example, if I invest in a particular strategy, what options do I have if three, five, or 10 years down the road, it doesn't appear to be working out? Am I locked into this for a long period of time, or could I change my mind and go a different direction? 
This is one of the many reasons why I'm such a big fan of cash reserves. If something changes at your job and you have cash reserves, you can change jobs or career trajectory. If your high school senior gets into their reach school, but the financial package is not as robust as you hoped, you could choose to use some of your cash reserves to help bridge the gap. You have optionality with cash reserves. You can also build optionality with a good old taxable investment account. Something not tied to an employer like a stock purchase plan or a retirement plan like a 401k or 403b, but a generally accessible investment account. It might not be as tax-friendly as some other structures, but the flexibility factor is fantastic. Anytime I am talking with someone and their financial future lacks optionality, I start to get nervous. I hope things will work for them, but I also hope they work towards building that optionality over time. As with most things, what you do is more important than what you know. So we're going to talk about a bit of homework for this episode. Think about your current risk management plan. What is one thing out there that could happen and that would throw you off course? Decide if it's a high impact or low impact, and then decide if it is a high likelihood or a low likelihood of happening. Can you impact change in that scenario? If so, what can you do? And could you build in something that would give you more optionality in the future? It is not about being perfect once. It is about continuously making things better. Regardless of where you are in your financial race, you can always make things better for the future you. Think about what you can do to level up the risk management component of your financial training plan and do it. In our next episode, we are going to continue to improve your financial training plan and we are going to work on investments at the Olympic level. Money Mile has been sharing financial education in mile-sized educational bits for over a year and we are looking to improve what we are doing. We have some exciting changes coming your way within the next several episodes. Keep your ears open and let us know what you think. I hope this was a valuable investment of your time. I hope your life is better because you join us here. Keep in mind, if you work out, everything else will too. And I look forward to talking with you next time on Money Mile.